Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you what number show it is. Uh, apparently we're at episode 153. Now, I'm not quite sure whether that's right, because I know what Alan's like, and he usually gives me the wrong number of the wrong show, and we end up all over the place. But I'm sure it's 153. Is it 153, Alan? Hopefully. Because when I released the last Hopefully. podcast, yeah. I released it at 151. Right. But it was oh, really 152. Right, so we're, we are definitely at 153. Possibly. Okay, that, that's always a good start. Anyway, hello, Alan. How are you? Not too bad. I'm, I'm feeling a bit better. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How come you never say Happy November or Happy February to me? Because it's cause it's not, like, special, is it? It is to have me. Have you done anything special for the New Year? Have you, have you like, start, have you gone, I am now going to start doing something amazing that I've never done before? I've, um, I'm starting the Couch to 5K run thing. Couch to 5 Do you know what? I've done it as well. Have you? Yeah. I started it this past week. I've done the first one tonight. Ah, oh, killed me. Honestly, absolutely killed me. I well, thought it was easy. Six minutes worth of running I did in 25 minutes and that was it. Anyway, it's not just Alan here's here as well, because I know we're both talking. I'm very impressed. This is probably the most silent we've ever had a guest host in the background. It's Tammy Tucky. Hello, Tammy. <laughs> hi. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt I'm because I knew you guys were talking. We're like so, really hi, happy new year. Yeah, How is year. everything? It's good. It's cold and miserable. But other than that, it's good. It's rainy here too, where oh, I'm in okay. I'm Pennsylvania, so it's well, kind of um, rainy and sticky and not fun. We're supposed to get snow this week. I hope we don't get hit as hard as we did last year. That no, was awful. That it was not fun. <laughs> well, uh, Tammy is the host of the Tiara Talk Show, so we thought we'd have her on to talk to her a little bit about her Disney experiences because one of the things she does is she's a, a budding actress or actor. I don't know. I can't never remember whether it's like, do we say That's actor? the politically correct days? version. Actor is the politically oh. correct version, is it? Uh, well, if you wanted gender oriented by saying that yeah sure you could say actor actress i don't mind oh, yeah, right, right. She does the <laughs> i'm just glad thing. i am one <laughs> she does the acting thing and she's done had some and voice and voiceovers oh, too go. so you could say voiceover artist <laughs> so uh tammy who does acting and voice stuff she's with us um and which you can be joining us for the whole show which is cool and um, today's show then we've got uh news and rumors and closures i'm going to review a little bit of big hero six um because i've uh, been to see that don't worry it's spoiler free i'm not going to tell you anything that happens in it other than the main character dies at the end no not really i'm joking <laughs> um and uh, we've got a few spare clips left over from tomorrow's child from our christmas episode so we're going to play those to you uh, ultimate attraction round one ends today it's the final groupings uh, before we start round two in the next episode and uh, that's pretty much oh it i think isn't it Alan? i've missed anything um, that sounds about right. That sounds about sounds right. Sounds about right. That's good. You see, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm supposed to be the one in charge, but the truth is that one is. <laughs> um, so that's everything to start us off with today, which means it is time for our news and rumours. Good morning, sire. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. 
Oh, that didn't mean I meant to press this button. <laughs> oh, it's all going well. New Year. I, I wonder what happened there. <laughs> it was me pressing the wrong button. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, so it is our three by three news headlines. So what we got for you this week? Feel the force first thing in the morning. Tammy. Yes. First thing oh, we're talking uh, about no, Avatar what, Land. Yeah, right? Avatar Land. Yeah. And Alan. Hats off. There we go. There are three news items. So we're going to tell you what is going on with those three items. Of course, mine is to do with Star Wars. Because from the 4th of uh, May through to June 14th, guests will be able to enjoy a character breakfast experience with stars from a galaxy far, far away. Uh, they're going to be held in the Sci-Fi Dining Theatre restaurant. Uh, it's going to be called the Star Wars Dining Galactic Breakfast, where you'll see characters like Darth Vader, Boba Fett, Greedo, Jawas, and the Stormtroopers. Breakfast is going to be available every day from the 4th of May until June the 14th um, not just at the weekends as well it's going to be uh, all the way through every single day which is great also Jedi Mickey's Star Wars Dining at, um, Dine at Hollywood and Vine get it right in a minute that's again running from the 4th of May to the June the 14th you'll be able to dine with Jedi Mickey between 4.15 and 8 and also see all of your Disney friends dressed up in their usual Star Wars attire you've got Jedi Mickey Princess Leia Mini. Darth Vader Goofy, Stormtrooper Donald, and uh, Chippendale as Ewoks. That's also going to have a special decor as a themed menu and uh, special music and all those bits and pieces as well. Now, price-wise, Alan, you've got some little thing up your sleeve to do with prices, haven't you, on this? Uh, do you want to do this now? Oh, go on then. So you need some special game music, yes? That was game. It could be a bit of both. That is right, Adam. Tonight we are playing The Price is Right. Okay. So, was that good? It's very good. Yeah, it's very nasal. I like it. I'll, I'll try and do more nasal. A little bit like you're on a train station. <laughs> One of those. That is right. Tammy's that laughing so, in the background. and I'm not sure whether Tammy's what? laughing because she finds it funny. She's just like, what have I let myself in for? You guys are just too much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it gets worse. Not right. enough, not enough. <laughs> Go on. So right, right, okay, right. so for tonight's special prize package, actually, yes. to, if you're going to be going to the, the sci-fi dining drive-in yeah. special theatre experience <laughs> to see Darth Vader, Boba Fett, Greedo, Jawas and Stormtroopers, I've got yeah. no idea what Greedo is or Jawas. Yeah, it's because you've ha- never watched Star Wars, which we just won't go into right now. Really? Yeah, you okay. haven't D- seen Star Wars? Just don't, honestly, just don't. I've, I've, <laughs> I've just never had the time or the inkling. Um, but anyway, my, my, my question is... How much would you like to pay as an adult to go to experience this dining, driving experience okay, for breakfast? Well, I know. I know how much it is. So let's let's uh, go to Tammy then. <laughs> so Tammy, an adult for this um, sci-fi dining theatre's Star Wars Dining Galactic Expert Breakfast, how much do you think it's going to cost you? Ah, uh, okay. Well, for an adult, how much I would like it to cost yeah, me? Yeah, how much would you like $30 it to cost would, right. Or 30 or $20 would be great. Okay. But I'm going to guess maybe around $52, $51. Okay, so she's going $52, $51. It is, in fact, $49.99. Oh, I was close. So the question is then, <laughs> so the question is, if you're going to uh, the uh, Jedi Mickey's Star Wars Dine, do you think the price is going to be higher or lower for an adult? So this is during the this, this is, is the, the dinner this time is the, one. This is the dinner time yeah. one with oh. the Disney characters. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say it's gonna be even more. So I'm gonna say fifty five dollars. Fifty seven ninety nine. Oh, you were close. <laughs> and if you want to add the fantastic dining package to the experience, 
Do you think um, it's higher or lower? Definitely higher. How much do you reckon? I'm going to say um, 85. Oh, wow. In that case, Disney have completely got the marketing wrong. It's 63.99, So it is higher. Oh, so it's cheaper. Oh, my so goodness. It's, it's okay. It's an extra, what, $5? Mm-hmm. For the Fantasmic Dining Package. There you go. Six dollars. Six dollars. I think I, I think right. I would take the package then. There you go then. The, yeah. the thing is, I didn't actually realise that they charged you more for the, the Fantasmic Dining Package. Yeah. I I assumed it was the same price. No, of course it's not. Now, I'm, I'm starting to panic because I've, I've booked it now. Have you? Is it still on the Dining Planners? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it should be. Okay, then, so let's go back then to children. So we'll give you the starting price. Thirty-one ninety-nine is the price if you want to go and see Darth Vader, Boba Fett, etc. So, Tammy, higher or lower for children to go to the Jedi Mickey Star Wars Dine? Higher or lower? Well, since well, since the adult was higher, I'm going to say the child is higher, and I'm going to say that that's $51.99. It is rather. higher, but it's Did 30, I get it on the dot? $34.99. Oh! It's even cheaper. It's, it's only $3 <laughs> more, which is amazing. Uh, so, what about if you're going to add the fantastic and Fantasmic Dining Package on top, higher or lower? Mm, mm, let's see. I, I'm going to say mm, a little bit higher. I'm going to say higher. probably mm, 38 39 38.99 is dead on. Well done, you. Ooh, I tried. She's good at this. <laughs> you were pleased to know you win absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> There you go. Right, so there we go. That's all the info to do with what's going on with the, the Star Wars. We'll, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll need, we might need to work on that one. So uh, there we go. That's our um, Star Wars-themed food events that are going on. So, Tammy, tell us what's going on with Avatar Land. Well, after years of planning, sketching, digging, pouring, and concrete and sculpting, we can now update you with the information you've been waiting for about Avatar Land because everybody wants to go to Avatar Land. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> oh, it's such a great Anyways, film. <laughs> I know we were really expecting a Star Wars land. Anyways, uh, the construction crew has has uh, the construction crew has finally installed their first vertical girder. And when Imagineers are working on projects at Disney, they they, they try and leave clues to their presence, um, be that dates, initials, or photographs. So in construction, there has been also been a way of leaving your mark. Um, at Disney's Animal Kingdom, cast members were invited to sign the first steel girder prior to its in, prior to it being installed. So the new land of Avatar is set to open in 2017, and I think the sequel might be out by then. But Man. will anybody remember Avatar by then? Hang on, hang on. What do you mean the sequel? Tune in to find out. Oh. Yeah, there's going to be a sequel and a, so, a third one, too. So I've got to watch the, the second half of the first movie and a sequel before I go to the land. It was bad yeah. enough to sit through another f- hour. I was hoping they'd just put Pocahontas and John Smith in the places <laughs> of the two lead characters, because that's basically the, what the movie is. <laughs> the Avatar, Pocahontas and John Smith in Avatar Land. That might work. You never know. I do miss them, because Pocahontas used to be at Animal Kingdom. She, sh- she we sh- did. Well, she still is, but her show used to be there, and, it's, and it should be there. So so there's a, there's a talking about Animal Kingdom here, you know, and we're all about conservation. What we're saying is Disney kicked out Pocahontas and her forest friends and their habitat in order to build a, a uh, an imaginary world an imaginary that has nothing to do with real animals or saving the planet. So the truth is Disney went completely against the whole conservation 
thing. Unfortunately, they did, um, and they kind of went against what Disney's Hollywood Studios is because that's supposed to be a working studios, uh, well, and now Backlot Tour is gone. There's no nothing being filmed there. It's all just um, a lot of games and a lot of Frozen there. So. Yeah, there is. Um, that's true. It's uh, it's it's kind of strange they're diverging the the reason of the both parks, um, but we'll see what happens. That's true. So there I you can't go. I can't judge right now. You know, if I when I see it, I'd I'd love to judge it then. Yeah, I, <laughs> not too not to be too mean. No, that is true. Now I will hold off judgment until but until the, the annoying thing though is it was it was announced in what 2011. About that, and yeah. We're we're 2015 now. Yeah. Yep. And we haven't really got much further. No, we no not at all, and nobody really cares. I, I, I don't think anybody was like, "Yeehaw, Avatar Land!" But when we heard Star Wars was getting Star Tours was getting an update, we were like, "Whoa, yeah, yes, yeah. please!" I and mean, then when Marvel was Marvel, everybody's going crazy about Marvel, which is great. But I think they have to wait a couple years because of some contract issues or something like that to do a ride based on a Marvel character, which is completely yeah. fine. I think we can wait. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's going to be. Um, it's going to be definitely uh, a trip uh, down memory lane to 2009 when everybody was seeing Avatar. <laughs> oh, but uh, no, I don't really re- even remember the plot very much, except it was like Pocahontas. There wasn't I just wish one. they sang. <laughs> there wasn't one. That's the point. There was not a plot. There was a plot. Yeah. There was a plot. Have you ever, ever seen Fern Gully? There's a plot that's been done over and over and over. Yeah, Fern Gully. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. They should have just required the rights to Fern Gully and done that and instead. That, instead. that would have been oh, cheaper. Good Lord. Is it, so are they drinking iron brew while they're making this island? Because isn't that made of gurters? Apparently so. I don't know. That's an I English don't, I don't, joke. I don't get that either. Italian. It's fine. Uh, right, okay, leave Avatar behind because we hate it. Um, what's going on with the hat? Um, right, okay, starting on January the 7th, construction crew or even deconstruction crew will start dismantling the 122-foot tall Sorcerer's Mickey hat at this? Disney's Hollywood Studios. Oh. You're celebrating good times. I'm celebrating good times. The fact that it's going. The hat removal will open up bridges. The hat, the hat's going. This is me. I might have the. Uh, everybody might be mad at me because um, I did like it, but it didn't do anything. It just no. kind of sat there. You know, if it this did something. That's what I think. It was a bit like Epcot's exactly Mickey what. arm, wasn't it? It was. You know what? I I will defend that all the way through uh, until I die because I really like that there, and I really like that they had the 2000 there, and then the Epcot, and I really like Weevil Legacy. No, I, I did see- not realize people hated. That so much, both things. I don't understand that. I, I, I guess it's just because I kind of, that was those were the beginning years of me going to the park because I'd never right. been there before, Very and wild. that's what I remember most because my family has three Leva legacies, and it's great because we go on scavenger hunts to look for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's fun, and they have a lot of room. I'm I'm surprised they're not doing them still. No, they I've should got a Leva be. legacy as well. I must admit, I've got one, but uh, the, I didn't mind the Mickey hand for the 2000. But after the 2000 was over, and it was still there. Nah, wasn't. Good. So happy. Need but just to get rid of anyway, it. carry on. Sorry, we, we just disturbed your news story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so yeah, the, the hat is going to open up the view to the the Great Movie Ride once again. Yes. Which has also been recently gained as new spot as sponsor. I can't even say my words, per usual. Um, which is Turner Classic New Movies. We are going to sort of refurbish the ride a little bit. Um, ah, hang on. They're not refurbishing oh. the ride. Well, okay, they're refurbishing the final video clip. Yeah. Okay, they're putting some new video clips together. Tarzan will it's, still swing his plastic body backwards and forwards. Mary Poppins may move like she used to. Al, oh, Sigourney Weaver's still going to be hiding from that alien. Yeah, yeah. just over there. Yeah. Did, did that alien used to dribble on you, by the way? Uh, um, 
No, I don't think so. No, I don't remember ever dribbling on me. Oh. I don't think if, I don't think it's allowed actually. If the alien dribbled on you, you need to you should have called a cast member, really. I, I think I think <laughs> that would be better though, wouldn't it? You know, if you're sitting in the middle of that cart that's going underneath no. there, the aliens start dribbling on you because you think it's my son as Here's a fun as fact. Is. If you look on Sigourney Weaver's uh, vest, her outfit, they have different types of patches and buttons, and they're mm. always switched up all the time. So if you could check it, because the car does go by quickly, even though it doesn't feel like it does. But if you uh, take a look, she might have different pins and buttons from the last time you saw her. I'll add to that. And if you look at the computer screens in there as well, you'll look at the, if you look really carefully at the names, they are the names of the Imagineers who built the attraction. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Although Sigourney yeah, Weaver's not as tall as a <coughs> auto animatronic as she really is in real life. <laughs> no. no, that is true. Yeah, she's and tall. I haven't got any facts. Have you not? No. Why, why have you not got facts? What are you? Here, here, here I'll you give not? you a fact. Okay. Originally, everybody, don't listen. Listeners, don't listen. Shh. Yeah, just don't listen. Okay. To what's going on? Here's the here's the fact. Here's the fact. You're going to tell listeners that the uh, Mickey Fantasia used to be the um, the uh, Dorothy in the house uh, when it was up in the yeah. Twister. That's okay. Right. Yeah, so, that's exactly what know, I was going to say. Know, uh, do you know a fact about it, Alan? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the Mickey in the house was the Dorothy in the Twister. Yeah. Was that what it was? <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll just play that there instead. Okay. Um, so the hat's <laughs> but, going and we're... So, so yeah, so anyway, what I was going to say was, it hadn't even really sunk into us until tonight when I was thinking about this, that what is going to be the park's icon? The park's icon will become Chinese Man Theatre, as it always been. Man's, I keep doing this. It's not the Chinese man's theatre. No, it's the man Chinese theatre. The Chinese man's theatre is something else. It's, gonna be, it's in Soho. Was it, was it not, was it not Grohman's? The man's Chinese theatre, isn't it? Gro- the reason, man, oh, I don't know. Because they lost the copyright to it. Uh, I don't know if they bought the copyright back again. Um, I, there is some debate over uh, as to whether or not they got the copyright for it, but I think because it already exists, they can't necessarily get rid of it. I think mm-hmm. it's something okay. along those lines. I don't know. I'll speak to the lawyers and we'll find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's nice to see it again. there again. It's nice to see it as it a is. center attraction because it's always hidden and nobody knows yeah. it's there sometimes. Except so. for when they put the stage up for the next Frozen Extravaganza. Um, then that will be the icon. Or the next High School Musical one. Oh, don't. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. That, that was quite a good show, actually. Yeah, I remember watching it while eating peanuts. Really bizarre memory, but I remember doing that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all of the... Oh, this is the most bizarre start to 2014, 15, whatever year we're in. Right, let's <laughs> go to uh, refurbs then. So, uh, refurbs and closure for um, for this year. Magic Kingdom, Cinderella's Royal Table is closed the 5th of January to March 6th. Uh, Splash Mountain is closed January 4th to 30th, having seen the colour of the water that they keep in the tanks out the back of Splash Mountain. I'm not surprised. Um, Epcot's Maelstrom is closed until 2016 when some sort of uh, frozen <laughs> extravaganza <laughs> Big summer blowout. will uh, open. Uh, Animal Kingdom. We've got Carly River Rapids closed from January 20th to February the 4th, uh, probably because it's too cold to ride it. Flame Tree Barbecue is closed January 5th to March 31st. Creature Conference is closed January 5th to June 14th. Wow, that's a big closure. Um, Hollywood Studios, Sorcerer's Hat will go tomorrow. Blizzard Beach is closed until March 14th. And in downtown Disney, you'd be pleased to know, yes, the multi-story car park is still open. Long, long one joke, don't worry, Tammy. The roadworks on Buena Vista Drive will continue until spring 2016, where they're widening the road to 10 lanes, which will include a dedicated bus lane and a pedestrian bridge. Right, what's happening with closure as Disneyland Paris, Alan? 
okay over at Disneyland Paris in the Disneyland Park. We've got Space popping. Mountain closed January the 12th till the 31st. Yeah. Got Autopia closed January the 5th to the 31st. Got Captain EO. Oh, why do they always do this? <laughs> right, Captain okay. EO got... just opens when he <laughs> Captain fancies, EO is closed the 5th to the 7th, the 12th to the 14th, and the 19th to the 21st, and the 26th to the 28th. Nice and easy to remember. Yeah. We've got Casey Jr. closed 5th to the 31st. We've got Storybook Canal Cir- Circus. Where's that come from? That's closed the 5th to the 31st. Why have you put them in English? Because um, it's easy to read. French? It's funny to listen to you do it in French. That's why I got you to do the French ones, but you've changed oh. it. Well, I knew it was coming. I'll, 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 do, I'll do the next in French then. Got <laughs> no, on, not just on the French accent. <laughs> Le special effects. Oh. Um, that's closed on January the 7th to the 9th, 14th to the 16th, 21st to the 30, no, 23rd, and 28th to the 30th. Is that still have Michael Clark Duncan as the host? Yep, because he did pass away, yep. and I didn't know if they updated no, it. No, no, it's still him, and it's still rubbish. It's awful. Okay. Well, it's I really wanted to see it awful. because that's my guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, I really well, like Armageddon. I, you know, I, I, I went, I was in Disneyland Paris about, uh, just before Christmas, and it was really busy because the French unions had given free tickets to all their members, and there was a 30-minute queue for Armageddon at one point. We're talking about a ride here that wow. never has a queue ever. And were, I just wanted to stand there and shout at them all to get out because you're wasting 30 <laughs> minutes of your life, but they did it anyway. Well, I really want to do it at some point. I'll, I'll, I'll be disappointed when I do it, probably, but okay, I really want to do it at some point. Once you've point. done it, if you could tell Disney, and then we can close it and get rid of it. But if you do it any time <laughs> Bring next, it over here. Bring it, it to the studios no, here. No, no way. Don't. <laughs> I, I think it's one of these things that's got to be experienced. Yeah, and then once at least once. It, you to, to be fair, it's probably more suited to like the work and studios concept than any of the other attractions. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Okay, well, and, and you guys still have the st- uh, studio tram tour. Yeah, I'd love is, to see yours. Which is brilliant because it was never a working studio. So while we've got yeah. the studio tram tour, well, actually, I lie. There was one building that used to ho- house the Disney Channel in, in France, and that was it. But it was nowhere near the tram tour. So yeah. I don't know why That's we awesome. tram tour. Um, so anyway, the tram tours closed January the 5th to the 31st. Yeah. And uh, Disney Junior Live on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've wrote it in English. Yeah, so I didn't I know. know what it was. Uh, Don the stage. Don Lestage. Uh, is January the 19th to the 23rd. Okay, there you go. Good stuff. Right, that is everything to do with <laughs> our news, our rumours, our closures, etc. So we are going to take a very quick break and we shall be back in a second. believe we won that competition and here we are i know d23 was like three years ago can you imagine what's happened in the past three years it's gonna be amazing i know i know it'll be awesome i can't wait to tweet the photos i want a navi autograph oh my word there's not many other people waiting to get in actually there's we're the only ones it's exclusive remember to look out for the details disney is all about details oh and story i know i know Come, come, follow me. Welcome to Pandora, the world of Avatar. (laughs) 
As we step forward through these gates, we step into the home of the Navi. Pandora is mysterious, primal, terrifying. It has muddy land. We still have a lot of work. Is this imprinted concrete on the ground here? No, it's just mud. The concrete is over splatter. Our Imagineers have been working hard for the last three years in recreating the homeland of the Navi as close as we can. Is that the Pandora after home trees burned down? We still have a little work. When complete, the detailing will make the introduction of our Banshees seamless. Excellent. We'll be straight over. It looks like you're just in time. Why? What's happening? We've just had a delivery of banshees. Cool. Where are you going to keep them? I'll show you their housing. We must hurry, though. I insist on being at the arrival of our new creatures. mind videoing these for me? I always upload my unboxing videos to YouTube. Sure, no problem. Uh, which which button do I... Hang on, that box looks damaged. Really? Yeah, th there isn't anything inside it either. Hmm, let me check. <clears throat> Great Leonetrix. Ha! Ah. Is that a good R? Well... Not really, but the tour must continue. Are, are these animals dangerous? The Leonoptrix is carnivorous, but our researchers don't know much about the dietary requirements of the Banshee, as it wasn't on Wikipedia. So you have a meat-eating creature on the loose and eight others in a box and the tour must go on? Um, can I make a suggestion that we actually head to the animal housing? If you insist, follow me. Still have a little work. Right, that's it. As a call of safety, we're calling this thing off. Mr. Attenberger, we're heading back to the mainland to the safety of Starbucks. We bid you good day. Do not want to sit on a banshee. Mr. Iger liked that. Disney World and Universal Studios Vacation Secret. Did you know that anyone can rent a sweet ride and truly get around fast with your pass inside the theme parks? Mom, tell them. Well, Scooter Vacations makes it fun all day long. You or someone you love deserves the best way to see everything. So why not relax and enjoy a true express ride with your pass? Scooter Vacations can arrange it and even deliver it to you. Get around the fun way, have as much fun getting from ride to ride as being on the ride, they fit on buses, boats, and monorails, and some can fit in a car trunk. Upgrade your experience and scoot everywhere. 
Contact Scooter Vacations at 1-855-WDW-SCOOT. That's 1-855-WDW-SCOOT. Or on the web at scootorlando.com. That's S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com. S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. This is Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy, and when I'm in Britain, I listen to the Disney Brit Podcast. Right then, it's uh, time for us to continue with the show. We're going to be talking some Big Hero 6, which means we need this. Okay, Big Hero 6 time for those of you who have not seen it, which is probably the most of you, unless you live in the US. Uh, I'm going to talk uh, for Big Hero 6 uh, in a, for a little while. And... Um, Alan might have a few questions. I know that Tammy hasn't seen it either, so we'll she'll probably ask a few questions as well, which is fine. So uh, what I want to do is just to sort of go through it very, very briefly and give you my opinion on it. I'm not going to say anything that's going to spoil the storyline, I promise you. Uh, I just want to kind of give you a bit of an overview of what it's all about. So, new Disney movie is the one that follows Frozen. Kind of um, a big thing, really, the fact that it follows Frozen. We've already had a discussion off air about Frozen, and we won't talk about it now because we'll just get Tammy angry again. Uh, but um, <laughs> basically, it's it's kind of a very clever move by Disney because it is so unfrozen, it's unbelievable. It's like if you were to pick a movie that wasn't going that was going to follow Frozen that couldn't be compared in the slightest, this is the one to go for. Um, it's like Marvel for kids. You know what we got to remember is this actually is a Marvel comic book series it was created in about 2008 um, it's set in a place called San Francisco which is kind of a mixture between San Francisco it's got the hills of San Francisco and, and the Chinese Japanese right of Tokyo basically uh, this big combination of the two one of the things I really liked about this film is the fact that um, it's kind of an intermediate step for uh, kids to do with superhero movies between kind of The Incredibles, which is very, very kid-orientated. I would say almost like younger children-orientated. Very kind of cartoon-esque in its style. You've now got this next step up, which is Big Hero 6, before you then get to The Avengers, Spider-Man, you know, Iron Man, that sort of thing, which has got that much more adult theme to it. Um, But I love the fact that it's kind of created that middle kind of uh, middle of the road area which hasn't been covered before there's some great characters in this if i'm honest hero the main character his brother some of those characters around him are all a little bit two-dimensional they're nothing amazing but you've got bear max and the bear max is for those of you who've seen the trailers the white robot um he is brilliant honestly the way that they have animated him and the fact that they've given him no expression in his face is fantastic he's almost at times a little bit charlie chaplin-esque in the way that he does a lot of the stuff that he does because obviously it does speak but a lot of the actions that he does are just brilliant and just so silent movie kind of style which is really really good very cleverly done at time um now like frozen the story does follow the kind of um relationship between two siblings uh, older and younger and that's 
kind of where the similarities end. But with it, Frozen having the, the the sibling relationship between girls, this has the sibling relationship between boys. And yes, I've got to admit, this is a much more a boys' movie than a girls' movie. I'm not saying girls aren't going to enjoy this. My son loves Frozen. He'll sit and watch that, and you know, he's got Olaf and Sven and all that sort of stuff. And there are female characters in in Big Hero Six as well. But this is kind of it reminds me of like you both have seen Bolt, yeah. You both yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The it reminds me of the action scenes in Bolt, but the whole film is kind of like the action scenes in Bolt, not the the other parts of it. It's like that sort of area and that sort of idea which I quite like about it. Um the humor's great. There's some great content there in there for kids and adults. I don't remember the last time I really laughed out loud at a Disney movie and there were two or three occasions in this where I really did laugh out loud quite quite loudly uh, at some of the content some of the humour in it as well that the kids won't get that's brilliant for adults some of the, the visual stuff and I will mention one, I won't mention how it comes about but there's an, an amazing sequence where Bayamax's battery life is running low and they've created Bayamax like he's drunk and it's hysterical it's that kind of scene you've all seen it before where you try and come into the house quietly without waking anybody up and they've kind of created this scene with Bear Max and, and Hero, the boy, uh, with them trying to sneak Bear Max back into the house. And it's hysterical. Honestly, it's, it really is so, so funny. Um, the other thing I like about this film is that they've kind of tried to make it a little bit culturally relevant as well. Whereas Frozen is not culturally relevant in the slightest. It's unless you're Norwegian. It's unless you're Norwegian, yeah. Whereas this kind of is, and, and a lot of the language they use is language that kids use these days so obviously you know I, I work in, in education I'm a teacher um, and there's two or three moments where they use the word sick in it because the kids use it all the time like that's sick that's amazing and they use this probably two three times in Frozen uh, in Frozen in Big Hero 6 and there's a few other bits of it you think yeah actually that kind of relates to the kids who are watching it and the kids who see it as well um, yeah. is it going to be a Disney classic nah it won't be it, the thing is it's not the right sort of movie to become a Disney classic you know it's not the t- archetypal Disney movie that you would say are classics in years to come it's really good it's a fantastic film you have to go and see it you must go and see it because it is brilliant um, but I don't think it will ever become that kind of um, movie that everyone remembers and loves and thinks is brilliant and you know and will go back to again and again and again it's not the sort of film that Every family will sit around at Christmas and watch over and over again. But it's still really good. And it, it's, it's a standout Disney movie from the past few years, definitely. Um, and the fact that they've been brave enough to really veer off into something completely new and completely different, I think, is it should be applauded. Um, and I love the fact that it is so very different to some of the other stuff that they've done. So there you go. That's kind of my very quick review of it without spoiling anything. Um, for those of you who haven't seen it in the UK, it comes out on the 30th of January uh, for you to see. And uh, you can hear the music in the background. This music's all from the film as well. Um, so that's pretty much my very quick review. I don't know if you guys want to ask anything about it. Mm, well, I, I, when I was looking at the previews, I saw the animation and it just looked fantastic. Mm. I, I love what they're doing. I know a lot of people are for traditional animation. I'm definitely for that. But I love what we're doing. Um, they're just working around what everybody wants to see, what the kids want to see. Yeah, and definitely. they want to see this kind of CGI uh, type of animation. And it just looks like it's perfectly timed. The timing of a film is everything, especially in a kids' movie, because yeah. you want to keep their attention. And usually it's bam, 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 bam. But 
sometimes there's this quiet moment. So I'm 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 really excited to see it because I have not seen it yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'm I love your review. I'm very excited now. <laughs> yeah, it's great, and, the, and it's got some really nice sort of emotional moments, and it's got some really exciting action moments. And as you say, that the the animation is stunning. Some of the moments in it, the way they create the, the city, and there's a a point later on in the film where they go into this other realm, I suppose. And the the animation for that again is stunning. Um, so visually it's a great film i didn't see it in 3d i kind of wish i had now because of some of the action sequences i was gonna ask um, about that i didn't see it in 3d we saw, I saw it in 2d so i might treat myself at the end of the month and go and see I was, it in 3d and see what i was thinking about going to see it tonight and i was shown at the local cinema was yeah. um 5 30 it was in the imax it was in the 3d screen. oh wow that'd have been awesome in the IMAX. and i was like should we do it and then i thought I've got to record this podcast at 8.30. That's true. So you couldn't... You, you'd have made So it. I had priorities. You'd have made Next it. time, next time. Next time. But, um, yeah, it's it's great. It is, it's well worth going to see. It is... You know, I came out of it going, you know, I'm actually really impressed. My seven-year-old son came out of it and turned around to me and went, that is the best film I've seen in my life. Um, and that's who it's aimed at, you know. Yeah. If, they're, if he's coming out saying how fantastic he is now, which he loved it, uh, then... You know, I think it's done exactly what it needs to do. It's done exactly what it says in the tin. Totally. Um, my, my other question is going to be about, is it a typical Marvel-style film? As in, I, I didn't really get into into um, Avengers. No, it it has touches of it. It has a great cameo by Stanley. I will put that in. Um, it has touches of kind of Marvel, but it's done in a really kid kind of way. Like you know, like, you know like I said in, in Bolt, when they have those act, right at the beginning of Bolt, mm. you have the action scene. A lot of the action scenes are done in that kind of way, um, and they've they've done it very cleverly in the fact that it does have a little bit of that Marvel feel, but it equally has a lot of that Disney movie feel. So if what, you're what, a Marvel, would you compare fan, it to The Incredibles? Yeah, but I would say it's more grown up than The Incredibles is. Right. Whereas The Incredibles still has kind of... I almost want to say like a little kiddie factor in comparison. It's like The Incredibles is kind of like Big Hero 6's little brother. It's not quite right. grown up as much as Big Hero 6 has. That's a big yeah. thing to say because a lot of people love Incredibles. Yeah, I'm and, one of them. And, I'm and I know yet. the sequel's coming out and too I'm with saying, that. I and I, Because it does deal with a, a couple of things too. Every character really gets a lot of development. So I know these these characters in Big Hero 6 all are very different too. So I'm really excited to see their character development too. Yeah. I'm all about character development. See, I, I, love, <laughs> I love The Incredibles and I think it's a great film. But for me, I think the character development in some of the characters in Big Hero 6 is kind of deals with more mature themes which is what makes me feel it's more of a grown-up version in in a way um but you know the incredibles is equally just as as good a film and i would say in a way more of a classic movie than big hero 6 will be but i just it makes it it gives me this sort of you'd put incredibles and then i'd put big hero 6 and then that would take me into iron man avengers that sort of stuff in its style and in the way that it approaches things um but it's a great film. It really is a great film. I really enjoyed it. I, I was kind of a bit optim, you know, a bit pessimistic about it. The fact that it was a Marvel franchise that I'd never heard of until they announced they were making the film, and um, I'd looked at some of the comics and I was like, mm, okay, we'll see what it's like. I was a bit, you know, people have said how good it is, and the thing is, so many reviews came out of the US saying it's brilliant, it's a really good film. You know, they were giving it four, some people were giving it five stars, and I was like, right, mm-hmm. okay. I'm expecting this thing to be really good, and luckily it was. 
um, which was which was good. So I enjoyed Excellent. it. When's it out in the UK? Thirtieth uh, of January in the UK. So just in time for our, our half term. But do go and see it. It is worth going to see. It's got enough in there for adults uh, as well as kids, and it's a good you know it's about an hour and forty something minutes I think. Not too bad. So worth going to see. So there you go. That's my big hero six review. I'm clapping for you over here. Oh, thanks. Applause. That's very good. I, I've, I've never had a round of applause before. Alan, please start applauding me more often. I'll write that on my notes. Right, if you could just write that down, I would like applause, please. But write the notes in French, and then yes. you could read them all. Oh, no, please don't do that. <laughs> Le applause. Le applause. <laughs> right, shall we do Tomorrow's Child? Do you say eat Tomorrow's Child? No, shall we do Tomorrow's Child? Right, okay. Okay, here we go. Let's sing it, all right? Here we go. One, two, three. You can sing it now if you want to. Go. There we go, it's Tomorrow's Child. Right, so uh, we haven't asked you to do uh, another Tomorrow's Child this time. What we did was so we had several um, Tomorrow's Child entries from our Christmas edition, and we asked you to ring in and give us um, the, the stories, uh, give us descriptions of your uh, favourite film or movie or something. In fact, have you listened to, have you heard our Christmas episode, Tammy? I haven't. Right, okay. I have not yet, but I will definitely right. listen to it. I think we should test. Should, should we test Tammy on one of these? Go on then. Okay, I'm going to test you on. This is my son. Okay, he's describing a Disney movie. What is it? There were three cows on the farm. Um, oh, they range. were all chatting. Oh, rubbish! She's got it. Okay, I'm going to give you this one. <laughs> well, there were six people, and they all met up. And they had a meeting about what they should do. And then they went on to the boss's flying ship. And then there was bad guys in the thing. And then then other people. Then the six people came down and, and saved the day. It, it sounds like Atlantis. You know, it's a closer guess than Jim and Jim got. No, it's it's, the, it's Avengers Assemble, apparently. There we go. Um, really? Okay. <laughs> so we had two more. That was Jake who gave that one. But Jake also sent in several for our uh, humming <laughs> round, so kids hum round. So we had the kids who uh, basically hummed some of the songs uh, and people had to guess what they were. So we had things like this. <laughs> that was one, and we had. Uh... <laughs> there we go. Those were the ones we had, um, and then we had. <laughs> that was "Let It Go," apparently. Um, so these are two more, and we're going to get you to guess what they are. Okay. So, so Tammy, what is this? <laughs> Okay, so that was that was the first one. So, so the question is, do you know what that is? Uh, Star Wars. It was Star Wars. Well done. Okay, that one's quite a simple one. So, uh, what about here's our next one from Jake? 
the small world. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> they were two easy ones. Sorry. So cute. <laughs> There we go. So there were our two uh, from uh, from leftover from the last show, which was cool. So there we go. Right, Alan, I suppose you want to um, to launch the next one, don't you? Yeah, um, of course I do. Now, as as always, what we try to do is get you to send in your audio clips of your children or yourself if you want to be involved. Um, at the end of the day, you're somebody's child. Um, so I'm thinking this week, what we're going to ask is, what question would you like Adam to answer? What? Have you got a question for Adam, our Have... Disney expert? What question would you like me to answer? Yeah. Okay. Adam knows everything about Disney. No, he really doesn't. Disney um... characters, anything like that. No. If just send in a question, any sort of question at all, relating to Disney. So... So you're saying, so the question is, your child has to send in a question that Adam has to ask. Yeah. Now, is this like a trivia question or is this a... It, it could be trivia. It right. could it could be um, just, you know, what's... Adam, what's your favourite pair of socks? Um, Adam, <laughs> what's your favourite character? You could ask something personal about Adam. <laughs> Not too personal. Okay. Um, or, or just anything, you know, it could be like, how tall is Tower of Terror? You know... Anything at all. Okay. So the next we'll one We'll get the year starting with a load of questions. The next one is Ask Adam. Okay? Yeah. We'll so get you, a I love it. That. So if you've got a question you want to ask me, uh, then you can uh, get your child to record that. Send it into radio at disneybrit.com, and we will do that on the next edition. Adam, I have a question. Go on, you have a question. Can, you do, an, can you do an American accent? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Connor. You, you have to try and say, hey, how are you doing? Oh, I can do... Oh my god. There you go, I can do Janice. That's about as good as it gets. Um <laughs> That's that's about the best as it gets. I can't do anything like that one. It's one of those things I can't do. Oh my god. It's about as good as it gets. Um so uh there you go. Send it in. Radio at DisneyBrit.com. Right, uh we're gonna take a brief break and when we come back, we're gonna be talking to Tammy. All about her show and uh, auditioning for a part for Disney. We'll be back in two minutes. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. For the past 10 years, Orlando attraction tickets have been providing the UK with cheap Disney tickets for Walt Disney World and the surrounding Orlando attractions. With a low deposit scheme of just £10 per person, you can book your tickets in advance knowing you're in good hands. Orlando attraction tickets are the only ticket company to allow you to pay your balance off in instalments online and with no credit or debit card fees, free UK sign for delivery and you are fed Fast Pass Plus enabled tickets now shipping. There is no other choice for your Orlando ticketing needs than Orlando attraction tickets. Visit www.orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 226 8523. That's orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 226 
8523. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Yeehaw! See, that's another attempt at American accent, and equally it's rubbish too. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's uh, we're going to have to hand it to Alan, because um, we've got Tammy with us, and... Um, Tammy does lots of lovely Disney things and has amazing <laughs> Disney guests who I think she kidnaps, puts in the back of her car and uh, basically holds them at gunpoint until they answer any of her questions. Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, no, not really. But um, well, go on, sorry. Okay, well, well, I, I first discovered Tammy. Not that I'm... I'm, I'm the, <laughs> yes, the, Alan is the my agent. <laughs> yeah. I first discovered her back in when we were doing Your Mouse cast. Yes. And yes, we, we used right. to have lots and lots of um, guests on, on Your Mouse cast, and we used to talk to loads of people. And I remember Tammy came on, and <laughs> it was the one guest that I remember the most because she had the most energy out of anyone. She came on, and she said, oh, wow, I'm doing your podcast. I'm not, I'm not going to do an accent because I can't do one. And um, the first thing she said was, I'll sing the theme tune. <laughs> yes. I was like, Should I really oh, say that? I remember this. I was like, right, okay. Yes. And then she went... It's you're listening to you are Matt. I can't even sing the voice now because obviously I'm not going to take them. <laughs> we, we would say take the Mickey, which is a term that we would use over here. But it was your mouse cast. It was a really good song. I thought that's brilliant, and we actually edited it into our introduction, and we used it from then on. You did? Yeah. I never you heard mean, this. You mean, of course you did. I remember listening to it. <laughs> I don't remember this, actually. I don't remember you putting it in the show. I'm yeah. going to need... Uh, I, I, well, you have to send it over to me. I want to hear this. <laughs> no, because you'd be wanting royalties. No, no, no. It didn't no, happen. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't have, mind royalties. I want to hear exists. it, though. I can't believe you edit it. You guys edit the music so well on the show, so I love listening to it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it, that that was sort of back then, and obviously... Did since I ask, like, a silly question to somebody... Go on. I thought he asked like a really silly question, and you guys couldn't stop laughing. I forget. <laughs> I, I remember back in the day, I used to do a lot of laughing, but since then I've joined with Adam. <laughs> you eat more chocolate rather than laugh. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, um, Tammy's had a, a show called the Tiara Talk Show, which has been going for several years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to work out how long. Well, originally it was a, a podcast I, I uh, worked on with Danelle and Darlene, my co-host. In um, I think we did. I think it started in March of 2011, and then um, we all went our separate ways. We're really good friends still, uh, but I decided I wanted to do something that could be posted on YouTube. So um, I was listening to all these podcasts, and I'm just like, well, I love hearing what people have to say about Disney, but I'd love to hear it from the actual people who worked on these projects and. The interviews that I always wanted to hear because I never would hear certain interviews. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to start a new show, brand new show, Clean Slate. It's called The Tierra Talk Show and it'll be on YouTube, but also we'll have our own website and, and we'll be a little bit updated and have an episode every week, churn out an episode every week with a new interview with people. And then I also added a new segment called Cast Member Corner where I interview people who have worked or still do work for the Disney company uh, because I, I don't think we hear much from the cast members, which is a little bit sad to me because 
because I feel like they are what makes Disney World and every Disney park what it is because they bring the magic. So um, I've been doing that since uh, the new sh- the new show has been on since uh, August of 2013. So it's almost it's been a year and six months. So it's almost two years. So I'm really That's excited. <laughs> and are you keeping up with your one every week? I am. I am. I missed one week in December only because I was really busy, but I had two episodes that the next week. So I kind of caught up with myself. But yes, it's been every um, every week since probably March of this past year because I was still getting into the swing of things with a new show because I didn't know what I was going to do, like what the setup is. It's a little bit difficult, but uh, and, and getting interviews, too, because you never know if somebody's going to say yes, no. Um, yeah. so you can't really rely on that. You kind of uh, it's like it's. It's basically a spontaneous type of job. You work with what you get. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, um, Alan's remember- done very well. He's, he used to be horrendous, but he's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, um, I, I remember that, obviously, well, when we set up our podcast, well, when Adam set up his podcast, he was going every other week. And we've talked several times about, should we do one once a week? Yeah, we have. And it seems, seems like a good idea in theory, but that's twice the workload of every other week. Mm-hmm. And That's right. I've, I've got to say that it's you've got to be applauded, Phil, actually doing one once a week because <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of work. It is. Well, during the summer, I'm kind of thinking about doing two every week instead wow. because I, because I really want it, to it, – if you think about it, if there's 52 weeks in a year, so that means there's only 52 interviews a year. That yeah. doesn't sound like a lot, right? So – you know, and I, I I love to, and there's so so much going on every year. You know, uh, new movies being released, so promoting those movies or new books, or just talking about a reunion with uh, cast members. Like one of my most recent interviews was with the dance cast of Captain EO, who worked with Michael Jackson, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola, George Lucas, and and, and um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Angelica Houston, and yep. they have never ever ever been interviewed together before. Right. since 1986 so you wow. know these interviews are very rare and I, that's why i go for them I, I love hearing from these people and they're so excited to talk to one another um they have not talked as a group uh the, the nine of them you know some of them passed away in recent years but the nine of them that i had on the show they had not talked together in 25 30 years so you know it's it's a it's a special thing and i'm so glad i yep. i can do this as like a a part-time thing on the side. I hope to make it a full-time thing because I would not mind interviewing people um, who have worked for the Disney company. It's always yeah. fascinating the stories that you hear. So I, I, I really, really enjoy it. And, and it's been, it was, 2014 was a great year and uh, I'm hoping 2015 will be even better. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously finding one guest is, is hard enough, but contacting the entire crew or uh, oh my. Da- the, the dance cast, how, how do you get sort of nine or 10 people to line up at the same time? It's it's very difficult because most of them don't have agents anymore or they don't have a website. Yeah. And I can tell you, Facebook has been my best friend because of that. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes a little bit, um, I think they, they don't expect messages like, would you love to come and talk about your Disney experience? You know, nobody really asks them or talks to them about it. But I think once they finish an interview for my show with me, I think they, um, I think they have a better understanding that there are people who really, really appreciate the work and effort that has been in every Disney attraction, movie, a musical score, everything. Yeah. So um, I think it gives them a different perspective of how they, of, of just appreciation for them and their craft. And I'm so thankful that 
that, you know, that I can, you know, relay that to them. And I thank them over and over again. I cannot stop thanking them because, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very rare that you can have a moment like that where you talk to so many people, either nine people on a call or one person on a call, you're still going to get a magical interview. And I love doing that. So <laughs> excellent. This, um, look at looking back through the past 43 episodes, um, some of the names that are standing out is um, Jim Cummings. Um, obviously, he's done a lot of voice work. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was the um, what, what, fifth anniversary of uh, Princess and the Frog. And yep. I reached out to him, and he said he would love to talk about it. But also, he did a, a Disney Channel show that was filmed in Florida. Um, and he was the big book in uh, Sing, Sing Me a Story with Belle, which was a great live action slash puppet yep. slash cartoon show that mixed together actual books and encouraged children to read. And mm-hmm. he played Big Book, who was one of Belle's best friends in the library in the uh, town that she lived it. in in Paris. So uh, he, we talked about that, too, because nobody had ever talked to him about that since it came out, you know. So it was just it was a little bit strange for him. And then we talked about Winnie the Pooh. He's the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. And he's just yep. the nicest guy. Sweet, so sweet. <laughs> I think some of the voice actors that, well, some of the what I'd call the big voice actors, do tons of characters, and you don't even realize who they, who's doing them. No. Um, I know. Yeah, their name uh, goes unrecognized, and their face never usually seen. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I've, I've just found out one the other day, and the, he did all the voice characters for like cats and dogs, and and <laughs> he's in literally every single Disney film. Um, I'll find out which one it was. And I'll put it on while, while we're chatting away here, but I'll, I'll get it in a minute. Um, and I was also saw that it was uh, Rod Sterling. Oh, no, Rod Sterling. Yeah, Rod, Rod Sterling's... Uh, Mark Silverman. Oh, oh, Mark Silverman, yeah. Well, I did interview Ron Serling's daughter, Ann Serling, who released a book about um, about her dad. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's called um, As I Knew Him, My Dad, Rod Serling, which is actually being sold in the Tower of Terror ride at Disney World at the very end of the attraction. She was very, very sweet. And her book is wonderful. Um, it's definitely written in a great, it's a great memoir. memoir. Um, Mark Silverman, yes, he is the uh, voice of of Rod Serling in the Tower of Terror attraction. Very nice guy. Uh, and I met him at D23. That's how I knew him. I met him there and I helped him find, because it was just like a maze to find things because he was supposed to be at a booth and meeting and greeting fans. And so uh, I helped him find the booth and then he got to uh, go to um, a voiceover panel. If you go to D23, you cannot miss this voiceover panel. Usually it's done while the Disney Legends ceremony is going on and mm-hmm. there are so many people that go to that. So if you can't get into the Disney Legends, Legend ceremony. Um, you need to go see this Voices of the Disney theme parks because it's amazing. You have uh, Corey Burton, uh, B.J. Ward. B.J. Ward is the voice of Mother in the new Carousel Progress update from '94. Corey Burton is the voice of Captain Hook, and Mark Silverman was there, and uh, they all had a great time talking about doing voiceover work and then they got to meet and greet with everybody afterwards so it's mark silverman and Corey burton at the same table you know and they're so sweet and they're just very entertaining and they're just they're great people i love them (laughs) was that the presentation where they got 
somebody, Jim Cummings, to do Winnie the Pooh doing Star Wars or something like that? That was actually at a Comic-Con. Oh, uh, Disney okay. D23 is basically a Disney version of Comic-Con. Right. It's ridiculously crazy, and you need to really plan out everything. Otherwise, you're not going to – you are not going to get to everything. No. Let's just say that. But, you know, it's – um. I don't think he was there uh, last year. Uh, um, yeah, I don't, not this year, but 2013. Uh, but usually they have like a focus because one of the years, uh, the Disney Legends was focused on princesses, Disney princesses. Uh, and this past year was more based on Pixar. I think Steve Jobs got one. Okay. Um, Billy Crystal, John Goodman, they all had Disney Legends. Uh, and I, I was bummed I didn't get to see it, but I did go to the voiceovers and that was fantastic. D23 is one of those things that I'm desperate to go to, but sadly it's on the kind of the wrong side of the US at the wrong time of year for me absolutely and yeah it's very very difficult to get over there and and it's always booked i actually had to book the hotel this month (laughs) because it's going to be booked like crazy one of the you know they had three disneyland hotels but you know they all are booked solid within the first two months of them being open to uh to people to book because of the expo it's ridiculous it's really it's really crazy but you know if you ever get a chance uh make sure you kind of research about it before you 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 head over to california make sure you research about what you're getting into you can always give me a call or email or message and i'd be more than happy to explain to you because it it is a very daunting when you first get there on your first try so (laughs) i can imagine it would be it was um i found out what the name was by the way oh who was it it's frank welker Okay. Yes, he's the voice of uh, Scooby-Doo and uh, Fred in the Scooby-Doo series. He's great. Yeah. Voice of Abu in Aladdin um, and ve- many other characters, too. He's great. He's very, yeah. very talented. There was, a, there was about 15 or 16 different sort of main Disney films that are spotted in this lineup. And it was like, wow, why have I never seen this before? I know, yeah. He's, uh, But he, he is he's always in demand because he's very, very talented. He's Pretty cool, pretty cool. Maybe another, maybe an interview with him in uh, 2015. I hope. Cross my fingers. Maybe we'll see if I, I can get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That would be fun. <laughs> um, so, what would you say your highlight interview would have been over the past 43 episodes? Oh, well, I couldn't. Um, as James Lipton says, who does a TV show called Inside the Actor Studio. I don't know if you have that over in in, uh, in Europe. Yeah, but really, uh, yeah. you do. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's fantastic. Scars, yeah. He never reveals who his favorite guest was, although he says there are many favorites. Um, but I, I, you know, I've never had a bad experience with any of my 43 guests I've recently had on the show. And they're all very kind and so sweet and generous with their time. And we always have a great time talking. And sometimes I meet up with them at the parks if I get a chance. I met Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy at Expedition Everest, and uh, gave his family some fast pass tickets that I wasn't going to use because I had to split. And I was like, here, use these because the line was like two hours long. Um, and he's so great. He's amazing. But you know what? I, I appreciate everybody's time and, and the stories that come out of There's always a new story and something new I learn and I I, I really appreciate that um, because you know that who else is going to find out these stories if they don't ask these people because they might they might never be told if they're not on the show so I yeah. love all of my guests they're they're just so fantastically talented and sweet and kind and and always entertaining and making me laugh so <laughs> there's no there's no one that really sticks out for me because they're all just so high up there on the scale of wow <laughs> okay I'll, I'll, I'll accept that as an answer then because <laughs> so we're, we're gonna not get, gonna get yeah. down any degree to, to be fair <laughs> our favorite of you was the uh, the one before this one 
Oh, well, <laughs> I know I was more entertaining then. <laughs> Wait till we do a skit. <laughs> That'll be uh, even more entertaining. <laughs> but um, obviously, we talk roughly about um, voice actors there. Um, and I believe that you auditioned for um, a voice part recently. Yes, uh, they had, um, apparently there's an open call listed on the internet for Moana, who's the new Polynesian princess. Yeah. Now, I'm not Polynesian, uh, <laughs> but... But, you, but like, you, you, like, know, uh, you like a doll Whip. Yes, that is right. Yes, a little bit orange when I get tan. And then, oh, <laughs> uh, no. But, uh, um, I, but you, you know, it was, uh, it was really interesting to find it online. And I read it, and they gave a little bit of information about Moana and who she was as a character. And I said, you know what? Nah, what the heck? Sure, I'll just submit a tape in. And so you had to make like a three-minute tape, one minute of you singing, and then two minutes of you explaining, or less than that, of why you should play this role. So I just kind of said, well, I would love to give back to the happiness that and joy that uh, kids are are being given by these Disney films because, of course, we know Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen, very big films, and the kids love these characters, and I do too. And um, I was I grew up going to Disney World, so the cast members made the difference, all the difference in the best way possible for me. So I maybe will never see these people ever again in my lifetime may not ever even remember that it's them if I meet them in person so the only way for me to give back I said was to um, I would love to play Moana and I could definitely give back by playing this character because you know if I was given a Disney character like Larry the Cable Guy um, he said several times in interviews that he is the voice of Mater nobody else does it but him because he doesn't want his kids hearing somebody else it's not their dad or somebody else and i yeah. really think that that that's dedication because it's only once in a lifetime that somebody would get a character a disney character of their own and to create it and i would be more than happy to be part of that process with anybody i don't care if it's a princess a sidekick a, a man a woman who cares i don't mind i just want to be in a disney film at some point so my hat's in the my my not my hat my my uh my my fish is in the pond so uh and my hat i toss my hat off and hopefully maybe i might hear back you never know but uh it was it was yeah fingers crossed but you know anybody could see that and give me a call and say well i don't want you to work on this disney film but maybe another disney film (laughs) so i will i will quit my job and fly out to california if they were like yes we want you (laughs) i I can remember years ago um i think well which is the toy story where they end up in the flight cases that toy story 2 yeah toy story 2 yeah yes and Mm -hmm. over in the uk they would always do like a like a press show about Toy Story and all the animation and how the, a bit about Pixar's history and stuff like that. And the host of it at the time was, was Andy Peters. And he got the line, didn't he? He got to be a line like of um, hand- one of the baggage handlers or something like that. That's right. in the airport. That's great. That's and fantastic. That's what I want. I want one of those. And I'm not sure if that whether there's a different person doing the voiceover in, in the American version. Well, yeah, no, the there is. Release? Yes, there is. And also, the same has happened with uh, Wreck-It Ralph. It was Nick Grimshaw, Radio <laughs> 1 host, was the voice of... Um, oh, what's the female who's in uh, Heroes Duty? Penelope? Wait, wait no, are we talking about um, Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph. She's the uh, Oh, oh the, the, uh, the soldier? Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot her name. Uh, her, her Sergeant husband, Calhoun, that's the right? One. Her husband, who um, who goes always saying Orson or whatever it is, that was played by him. So they've been doing it again recently. But it is right. a different person in the American version. Yeah, sorry. But um, it's just just the fact that you've actually been 
in, in part of a Disney or Pixar film. Yeah. I think that's it's one neat. of those things that, that that's, you're a, that's definitely something to put on your resume. Hey, Especially guys, check out my name. <laughs> check out my voice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. And it's really interesting because I just interviewed somebody the other, uh, the other night and they were used as character. Uh, they were um, they had animators say, can you sit down? I just want to draw a character and I'm going to base your images off of the character. Wow. Uh, and. So they're basically the the physical form of these characters for four different Disney characters and cool. four Excellent. different films. And I'm just like, well, that is an honor too. Complete I, honor. They did that with me. I'm I'm uh, the trolls from uh, Frozen are based on me. Oh boy! Yeah. I thought you were going to see Hunchback. <laughs> I thought they made them look better looking as well. Hunchback, thanks. <laughs> oh, you guys are naughty. I thought you were going to say you look like Tarzan. No. No, not at all. Not you just walk around that way. Well, they, to be honest, they, they looked at me for Tarzan and they went, to be honest, I, there's too much muscle on you. Um, you know, we can't give him that much muscle because yeah. it just looked silly. So. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> I was, I was going to say something there. I thought, no, I'm going to just be just, nice. just don't. No, just stop now. <laughs> so it's, it's fine. Don't worry, Alan. We, we know. Then you'd, have to, then you'd have to do the Tarzan yell. Can you do the Tarzan yell? Not anymore, no. I, I'm, Can I'm you do the American Tarzan, Tarzan yell? <laughs> <laughs> is it true? That, is it true? There's goofy? a difference. Is it true Goofy was was named after you, Alan? Or was that? Anyway, something like that. Something like that. Right, moving on. Uh, I know. <laughs> do you know who I think, Alan? Woohoo! Big summer blowout. Anyway, right. <laughs> so. Tammy, do you want to before you go or before we finish? You need to you need to plug your show. So where do we find your show? Well, you can find our show at www.thetierratalkshow.com, and you can also find us on YouTube. Just type in Tierra Talk Show. All of our forty three interviews are up there for you to listen to. But you can also listen to them on our website while browsing around and seeing if you could find anything else, other interviews that you definitely want to put on your radar. And then you can find us on Twitter at Tierra Talk Show. That's our Twitter handle. And on our on our Facebook page, which has more than 2,000 followers now. Yay! Wow. So, which is the Tierra Talk Show. If you want to check that out. And you can always email me. My email is TammyTucky at thetierratalkshow.com. If you have a guest suggestion uh, or if you know someone who was a Disney cast member at either Disneyland Paris or Disney World or Disneyland, let me know because I, I am doing a... Um, Cast member corner, as I said, I I love doing interviews with the cast members too. I love hearing uh, their experiences. So Adam used to work at the Disney store. I did. Yeah, you'd have me oh, on. Ooh. I used to work at the Disney store. Yeah, absolutely. The Disney. Uh, uh, who doesn't love the Disney store? I'd I'd work there every day if I could. <laughs> I, although my stories are dull. My, the most exciting story was the day that we drove a remote control Lightning McQueen into Gap. There you go. <laughs> Don't need the interview. It's a story. How did that go? Um, it was quite entertaining. We enjoyed it across a busy high street because they were the opposite side of the street. Did, was Gap happy? No, but we thought it was hysterical. <laughs> so, um, and the problem is, you could, they can't guess. Where's this come from? Uh, oh, it's a Disney. Oh, it must be that. <laughs> there you go. That's the most exciting story oh, I can tell goodness. you. That's very funny. The, the most exciting story is the day that we got four boxes delivered. <gasps> no, we we used to have a goal uh, painted on the wall of the stock room. There was a football in there. I'm not sure that's supposed to be like official. But it was anyway. <laughs> right, okay. So let's. Uh, we're coming towards the end of the show, so I think it's the time we have to give you the results of this. 
which is our uh, Disney's ultimate attraction. I just want to go through uh, the results. Uh, Tommy, you won't be aware. What we're trying to find is Disney's ultimate attraction. So we have taken every single attraction as listed on the Disney World website, and we are attempting to find what is basically the ultimate attraction. Oh, that's so, difficult. Very difficult. So this is the very last pairings, the very first round, uh, which I'm going to go through with you and tell you what happened, who won, etc. So uh, we had eight last pairings. Just going to tell you very quickly because round two starts in two weeks' time. So the first pairing was Ride of the Comics in uh, Disney Quest versus Pangani Forest Exploration Trail. You hate Ride of the Comics, apparently, because nobody yeah. voted for it whatsoever. Pangani Forest Exploration Trail went through. It was like acupuncture on my forehead. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Tom Is that Sawyer, the one where you're on yeah, the end? You have the virtual, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the virtual reality oh, helmets. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, right, we had Tom Sawyer Island versus the Tree of Life. Um, and Tom Ooh. Sawyer Island went through. We knocked Tree of Life out, believe it or not. Next up was the Magic Kingdom Welcome Show versus Tomorrowland Arcade. Believe it or not, Disney do actually put the Tomorrowland Arcade as an attraction in Walt Disney World. Um... Magic Kingdom Welcome Show went through with double the amount of votes to Tomorrowland Arcade. Uh, Team Boat Springs versus Walt Disney World Railroad. As much as I love Team Boat Springs, sadly it's gone out and the Walt Disney oh, Railroad goes like that one. through. Uh, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room versus Sea Base. Or Sea Base, you don't like it at all. Um, nobody voted for that. Everyone voted for the Enchanted Tiki Room, so that goes through to the next round. And finally, we had a three-way uh, vote, which was the Animation Academy versus the Electrical Water Pageant versus Slush Gusher. And by one vote, Slush Gusher went through. So the Electrical Water Pageant wow. went out. Look at that. And Animation Academy went out. Which means we're now on our second round, and I'm very quickly going to go through all of the pairings for the second round. Okay, these are the ones that made it through to the next round. Um, we've got our first four up on the website, which are for two weeks' time, and we are going to talk about these next uh, on the next episode, which is Pirates of the Caribbean versus the Main Street Vehicles. It's a Small World versus Maelstrom. Still in there because it was there when we started this. Uh, Journey into Imagination with Figment versus the Haunted Mansion, and Celebrate the Magic versus Expedition Everest Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. So those four up there already. I've just checked. Those are easy. <laughs> those ones are fairly easy. Yeah, luckily. Most of the big ones seem to have missed each other. And I've done this randomly as well. This isn't fixed in any way whatsoever, I promise you. Um, so we've already got a load of people voted on all of those four already. These are the others that we've got. The Seas with Nemo and Friends is versus Muppet Vision 3D. Dinosaur is up against the Main Street Electrical Parade. The Jedi Training Academy is against Wilderness Explorers. The Aladdin Magic Carpet Ride is up against Carly River Rapids. Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress is up against The Legend of Captain Jack Sparrow. The Boneyards facing Toy Story Midway Mania. Uh, Tom Sawyer Island's up against Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage. The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is facing off against Fantasmic. The Circle of Lives against Dumbo. Uh, the Grand Fiesta Tour is against Spaceship Earth. We've then got Turtle Talk with Crush versus Jungle Cruise. Big Thunder Mountain versus It's Tough to Be a Bug. This is a tricky one. Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin versus The Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith. Ooh. I don't know which way that's going to go. Living with the Land versus Splash Mountain. Festival of the Lion King versus O Canada. The Magic Kingdom Welcome Show versus Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. We've got Main Street Trolley Show. That's up against the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Uh, we've got Cinderella's Castle versus Castaway Creek. The Walt Disney World Railroad versus Pangani Forest Exploration Trail. Nearly there. Country Bear Jamboree versus Flights of Wonder. 
filler magic against Ellen's energy adventure. Space Mountains taking on Indiana Jones's epic stunt spectacular. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train takes on Slush Gusher. Peter Pan's flight is against the chairlifts at Blizzard Beach. That's going to be a tricky one. Um, Wildlife Express Train takes on Twilight Zone's Tower of Terror. Then Illuminations is against the Sum of All Thrills. Nearly there. Uh, Move It Shake It Celebrate It Street Party is against Wishes. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor takes on Soarin. Um, the Hall of Presidents is against Walt Disney's One Man's Dream. Finding Nemo the Musical takes on Stitch's Great Escape. And the last three are Prince Charming's Regal Carousel against Project Tomorrow. Enchanted Tales with Belle against Crushes, Crush and Gusher. And Ketcha Kitty Creek versus The Great Movie Ride. So there you go. They're all the ones for the second round. And of course, one of those will be knocked out and we'll take it down again. We'll, and again, we'll, um, again. we'll Avatar Land be open by the time uh, we finish probably this. Probably by the time we finish this. No, we've got, we've got 37 pairings there, which we'll get through. So there's four up on, the, on our Facebook page now. If you go over to our Facebook page, you will be able to find those and you'll be able to vote on those and uh, and and take part the uh, again facebook.com forward slash disney brit podcast go over there and vote right is that is that the end of the show are we there have we made it that's it wow. i can't believe it we did it i can't believe we actually made it all the way to the end which means if it's the end of the show it's time for oh you're gonna hate this tammy it's time for this <laughs> Right, Why? so I know. Thank you for joining us as always. Thank you for joining us for this week's show. Thank you, Alan. Love no problem, Alan. anytime. And of course, thank you, Tammy, for joining us. Sure, Lovely of course. It's been great. Yeah, that was very English. You did it. You went Mary Poppins towards the end. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't uh, mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit Podcast and join in there. You can see all the likes, like everything we put up there, comment and everything we put up there. We've had a recent post about Big Hero 6, which people have been commenting on. Uh, also, obviously, the voting stuff's over there as well. Follow us on Twitter, which is at Disney Brit, of course. And uh, you can email us radio at DisneyBrit.com. You can email us uh, any questions, comments, suggestions. Email us your audio for the next tomorrow's child the question is what question would you like to ask adam there we go so ask us any question you can of course review us on itunes do go over there send um a review on there if you haven't done it yet it's great for people to see whether or not they think the show's for them we've had a few on recently so thank you very much for all of you that have done that which is brilliant and um the only other thing to say is if you're in the uk you want to send us a message you want to ring us you want to send us abuse via voicemail yeah fine uh the number is 01212882748 that's everything is it have i missed something i don't think i have have i the sing-along the sing-along <laughs> do you know what it's a sing-along version so uh We'll see you in two weeks. Until then, we'll see ya. Love is an open Can I say something even crazier? Yes. (laughs) 